Station WERUFM. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's great to have so many supporters and folks enjoying the music this morning in Maine. Well, it is 7.30, and I'm hoping we have gotten our friend R.W. Estella on the phone this morning with a word in edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Morning, Allison. Bill Cook of NASA's Marshall Space Flight Center in Huntsville, Alabama, says, The Perseids are the good ones. He refers, of course, to the upcoming meteor shower this next week as the Earth passes through the debris from comet Swift-Tuttle, which will enter our upper atmosphere at 134,000 miles per hour, or nearly 40 miles per second. This is expected to happen over the weekend, when a slender, waxing crescent moon will show up just below Venus on Friday about an hour after sunset, low in the west-southwestern sky. Then over the following couple of days, the moon will drift close to Spica and Saturn, and on Monday in a week, the Perseid meteor shower will peak. The meteors will come from the northeast, from the direction of Perseus, but they might be seen almost anywhere, although they will always be traceable back to their radiant in Perseus. Born from a shower of heavenly gold, the son of Danae and Zeus, Perseus and his mother, Danae, were set adrift on the sea by Danae's father, King Acrisius, because of a prophecy that Perseus would kill King Acrisius. Mother and son were taken in by Polydectes, the king of Seraphus. Polydectes developed a passion for Danae, but was unable to consummate his desires because Perseus had grown into a redoubtable protector. Thinking he would rid himself of Perseus by engaging him in an impossible mission, Polydectes sent Perseus to bring back the head of the Gorgon Medusa, a snake-haired maiden who turned all who saw her into stone. With the help of Hermes and Athena, Perseus went first to the Gorgon's sisters, the Gracchae, who had only one eye and one tooth which they shared among themselves. He took the eye and the tooth, agreeing to give them back only if the Greke helped him in his quest. The Greke helped Perseus acquire a pair of winged sandals, a satchel, and the cap of Hades. The sandals enabled him to fly. The satchel was for carrying the Gorgon's head, and the cap would afford him invisibility. Wearing the cap, Perseus approached Medusa, looking only at her reflection in his shield, and cut off her head. As he flew back over Africa on his way home, he encountered Atlas. In the course of a struggle, he used the Gorgon's head to turn Atlas to stone, thereby forming the Atlas Mountains of Morocco. He also dripped blood from the head onto the sands of the African desert, giving birth to the deadly vipers of that region. Later in the journey, he saw the maiden Andromeda chained naked to a rock by the sea as a sacrifice to a sea monster. He fell in love with her and bargained with her father, Cepheus, for her hand in marriage if he killed the monster. He succeeded in slaying the beast, but at the wedding feast, Phineas, a jilted suitor of Andromeda, angrily demanded the bride. In the battle that followed, Perseus used Medusa's head to turn Phineas and his followers into stone. When he returned to Seraphus, he found that Polydectes was still pursuing Danae, So he used the Gorgon's head once again, this time turning Polydectes to stone. Perseus then gave the sandals, the satchel, and the cap to Hermes, and the Gorgon's head to Athena. 
who emblazoned it upon the aegis that protected her in battle. Finally, he returned to Acrisius's kingdom, where Perseus fulfilled the original prophecy by accidentally killing the king by a throw of the discus. And so, this weekend, if we don't have another of those innumerable overcast skies of this summer, we'll have been able to see the Perseid meteor shower and appreciate the mythology behind it. From Orono, Maine, have a great day. So many mornings, so many days, I just dream of my window, I go it away. I dream of white lines, cigarette stubs, broken down shoulders, rusty old trucks. I wanna buy your truck. 